I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceilings does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast, live edition. Happy Friday. I am the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's up, man? Not much. How's it going? Oh, pretty good, I suppose. I you think, are... um, yeah, I, I might be coming down with a little something. I think you got me sick through the microphones <laughs> earlier this week. I didn't know that was possible. I am uh, successfully fighting it off, sort of. I I just have a runny nose. Like, I don't feel bad. I don't feel sick. My my. Like my sign, I don't even have like sinus pressure. I just my fucking nose won't stop running. It's infuriating. Like I don't feel <laughs> bad at all, but I can't quit blowing my nose. Uh, Maybe it's just allergies. It, and that you know, after it was zero, literally zero degrees for a week and a half, and then immediately turned around and was forty degrees within a eighteen hour period. It's very possible that that's what did it. But yeah, yeah. I, pretty uh kind of sucks yeah anyway it is friday and there's some pretty fucking crazy shit going on in the u.s or do you think we are on the verge of a civil war <sighs> all right so here's the thing it's not gonna be a like a hot kinetic oh, come on why not man the 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 way that it all breaks down so let, let's pull up the map right you've you've got this here with the uh yeah that reminded me of when we were trying to draw out what the what the new united states would look like if yeah. secession was allowed so 25 states 25 states have signed a letter pledging their support to texas and its constitutional right to defending its southern border you got alabama arkansas Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. That's every state that has a Republican governor, more or less. Um, and then, like, so, like, Kentucky is not going to pledge that officially from their governor because they have a Democrat governor. Uh, the same for North Carolina, the same for Kansas, even though those would probably be states that would fall in more of a supportive uh, type of a, a tract with, with what's going on. Uh, Arizona is kind of similar in that. New Mexico is, I don't know what's up in New Mexico. New Mexico is like a, a, a tale of two states. It's, uh, it's about like Illinois. Like I think, I think the northern part of New Mexico is like incredibly liberal. And then the southern part of New Mexico is very uh, conservative. But the big cities are uh, kind of dictate kind of kind of like Illinois, like like Illinois. You could you could basically cut Illinois off right right here. And everything south of there would be the south effectively. Like, you know, so it, it's interesting how this is all kind of shaking out. But um yeah, I find it wild, like just wild that Arizona isn't involved in like they're they're not on board with this. 
You're a fucking border. You're a border state. They have a they have a Democrat governor. So even though as a state, Arizona would probably lean more toward support of Texas because they have a Democrat governor, much like Kentucky, the governor is not going to come out and say that. So they won't be technically added to the map. It's fucking stupid. It, it really is. I mean, like, what difference does it make which party is in power in the federal? The, the issue at hand here is federal government authority versus the state authority. Like, who cares if it's a if it's a Democrat president? Uh, it, it shouldn't matter. Like, that's just the dumbest position to take. And well, I guess. And like, for, oh, go ahead. Well, I say any and like even you, you even have Democratic senators like Fetterman and others. You've even got the Biden administration itself that have admitted that the border is a problem, that that they need to do better to secure the border. And yet you have this like fight that's being it's it's a dick measuring contest is what it is. I mean, it because the Supreme Court ruling that's being made such a big deal of did not say that Texas does not have a right to secure its border. What it said was the federal or the feds have the right to come in and cut the barbed wire or the razor wire and take down those borders. That, that the state puts up. So Texas can put up all of the all of the barriers that they want and the feds can come in and take them down. So it becomes a dick measuring contest of who's going to stop first. Is Texas going to stop putting up new borders or, or new walls, new razor wire, new stuff? Or are the feds going to give up and stop coming in and cutting it down and taking it down? Like that that's, that's what the contest is here. It's not a... Like the left is making making it out like uh, like Greg Abbott is violating a Supreme uh, Court order Supreme yeah. Court order to not do this. No, that's not that's not that couldn't be further from the truth. The Supreme I Court did know. not say that Greg Abbott cannot put up border security. It said that the feds can come in and take it down if he does, if they want to. Yeah, dude. I wonder, are, like, are people really that fucking stupid? Yes, like every time, every, and it's always, I struggle with, with examples of this on the right when there's an issue, like they're, they're not going to fucking straw man the issue or completely misunderstand what, what is uh, the problem at hand here. But like every time uh, the left takes a position, like a retarded position and the, they just misrepresent. They misrepresent it completely, like one hundred percent of the time. It's like every issue. Like they oh, they're, they're turning disobeying a, a, a Supreme Court order. No, no. Like you said, that's that's not what's happening here. Not at all. Not at all. And I don't see how Texas can stop doing this. I don't. I mean, first of all, it's not in the nature of Texas to bend the knee. And like, just you're on the right, like. Why would the federal government even be against this? They're securing the border for you. Like in theory, that's like one of the few things that the federal government should be in charge of, right? Is securing the border. And they're helping you do that. You don't have to spend your federal money on this. You don't have to build the wall. They're they're putting up barbed wire and they're stopping people from coming in illegally. What what is the problem here? Right. From Just from the Biden administration's perspective, like why? Why would you go in and cut that down? It, 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 yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And and like you said, like the left always completely miscategorizes all of this stuff. It, it was like the Roe versus Wade when Roe versus Wade was overturned. Like, oh my god, that means nobody can get an abortion ever again. It's like, no, that's not at all what that, not at all what that meant. Like, they they completely. Whenever you ask, can people seriously be that stupid? The answer is always yes. Like I've 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 given up hope on people not being that stupid, um, because they don't they don't understand. They don't actually take the time to to read what the what what the opinions were. They don't actually take the time to see what the justices said when they make that ruling. They nobody nobody takes the time to actually look at any of this shit. So they have no fucking clue. They're they're running off at the mouth with maybe like 
may, they might know this much about the topic when there's this much to get into. And, and, and they think they're experts based on that much that they got from fucking CNN, who CNN doesn't even give them that much. Like CNN and, and all of mainstream media actively wants their viewing public to be fucking retarded. That way they're either easier to manipulate and they're easier to get them uh, running with these narratives that are completely just objectively false. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's almost like a combination of the two, like the marching orders come down from above. Like, you know, CNN is not that fucking stupid. They're being like purposely disingenuous, but their audience is that stupid. And they know if they just say they're violating the Supreme Court and then that's like, you know, the Supreme Court is like the holy grail of this entire government apparatus. Right. And that, that's Unless why they get so upset about the Trump appointees and all that shit, because like this is the last line of defense. Unless the Supreme Court rules something that they don't like, in which case you should be you should be right. opposing it. And so the 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 uh, what was it? it was it was a five four ruling. The justices were uh, pretty much it was all the women. <laughs> it was uh, Kagan, Barrett, uh, our new our newest addition, who was, you know, totally nominated for her um her credentials and not because she's a woman of color is uh katana the katanya brown jackson what's Ketanji her first name brown jackson. brown jackson and then of course uh sotomayor and then and then roberts is in there playing his fucking role every time there's a, a bad supreme court ruling that rules in favor of uh federal government overreach he's the he's the one tipping the scales like that's his job they said the it was funny in a lot of the write-ups it said the uh the three liberal justices plus uh roberts and amy coney barrett it's like quit saying roberts is not one of the liberal justices like he he is he he 100 percent is it's yeah it, the only time that he ruled that he sides with the conservative justices is if he's going to lose by siding with the with the liberals like that that's the only he's he's gonna go on the side that's gonna win he doesn't he doesn't like to be a loser on those so like he's he is a liberal justice he just what well, so has, has amy comey barrett said anything about this because that surprised me a little bit so the the best kind of analysis that i saw on this i can't remember i can't remember who it was it was one of the one of the people that kind of looks at, at legal stuff uh, regularly. And the best analysis that I saw was Amy Coney Barrett's record has kind of been if the federal government or if the federal, uh, yeah, if the federal government did it, then it was probably good. And there was probably a reason unless there's like some really, really objectively strong purpose for it to not be. So in this case, it's sort of a because it becomes sort of a push type of a thing. It's you know the state versus the federal. She's going to she's going to align herself with the federal side of it as opposed to the state side of it. Like she's kind of a more of a uh, big okay. government Hamiltonians. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 As opposed okay. to the federalist type. So that's that's the best explanation I saw for it. It wasn't necessarily. Um, anything nefarious in the it's just her interpretation of what is best for uh the country and 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 it 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 aligns with previous rulings that she's made in other uh similar appointments that she's had as as a judge so okay all right can you can you pull up that that clip that i sent you about the i think it was fox news clip or something about the deadline approaching um yes okay all right yeah cue that up I'll, I'll be right back here we go well as it stands right now you might be able to make out behind me texas's razor wire is still here 
inside of Shelby Park. It remains untouched. However, the Biden administration has now warned Texas it has until tomorrow to allow Biden's border agents back into Shelby Park and the ability to remove Texas's razor wire as it sees fit. A federal attorney writes to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration, ending a temporary restraining order that prohibited Biden's border agents from touching Texas razor wire in and around Shelby Park. The Biden administration goes into detail about the access it wants. It wants access to Shelby Park, also the nearby boat launch and the International Bridge. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, this is this is pretty fucking wild. I mean, I honestly I don't see how Texas backs down on this. Um, I, I, I don't see like a some sort of compromise available. It's like we're they're going to keep doing it. And the, and then the Biden administration is going to have to decide whether or not they want to flex right on these powers and and you know fuck around and find out and see what happens you, you see all the leftist retards that are like oh you just need to napalm them all just just fly drones in and drone strike them all and blah, blah, blah. like okay like that's that's literally instigating civil war two like yeah like forget you can do world that war, forget <laughs> world war three we're 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 not even gonna mess with that we got more important pressing matters here and and the second that like the second that you drone strike texas that's it that's game over like the entire we'll pull the map back up like you know all of this area over here in the map that's highlighted in red now yeah, all of them are gonna yeah well that plus i think you're gonna like, get a few more states i mean right like all of this as soon as you drone strike fucking texas all of this is now actively marching on washington dc that's what you get yeah i i that would just be that would be absolutely insane. But how? Like, what? What's going to happen when this deadline approach? Is this just like uh, we're drawing a line in the sand and then we're not going to enforce it? See, that's what they're going to. It's that's why I said it's going to be a dick measuring contest. Like, it's going to be we're going to hold this. What are you going to do about it? Or we are going to use force to take it back. At which point. Now all kinds of shit starts popping off. Like, it, I mean, all all bets are off. I mean, I, I just don't see any. I don't see a solution to it. Like when you get into it, and that's you know that's a thing. Like you get into a fucking dick measuring contest. It's like, man, are you gonna are you gonna be the one that fucking pulls back? There's there's a certain element of fucking pride there. Um, this this idea that this the federal government reigns supreme. They don't want to put a a chink in that armor. They want every state, they want to like make an example out of a state. But man, when Texas has to be the one that you make an example of, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. And again, this is just like a really dumb issue to take it up on. You know, like there are other issues where you could make a better case. I, I would, you know, vehemently disagree with the case for the federal supremacy, but like this one, where you're going in and just cutting down razor wire because they're just trying to secure their border when admittedly even all of these democratically run cities are being overwhelmed by just a few buses of immigrants that Texas is sending their way. They're not even getting the majority of them. Right. Well, and that's it's it's becoming a increasingly hard top like I don't know that I've seen and and it could be because Either I'm blocked by or have some of them blocked, but I don't know that I've seen the squad or like any really major prominent Democratic lawmakers coming out strongly in support of the Biden administration and opposed to Texas maintaining its own border because the border security crisis has become such a thing that even Democrats acknowledge it's a problem. Like they can't stop or like they can't run away from it anymore. And it's becoming a very hot button topic in an election year. So like, and a lot of them, their constituents are seeing it. So it, it's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, well, especially yeah. In New York too, where it's just like, they're, they're putting them up in, in these fucking ritzy hotels for free. And then you're, you're paying like fucking three grand a month for a closet in New York. 
and you're seeing you're seeing all these fucking Venezuelans coming over there and just like get, get a nice cushy hotel room and their meals are comped and all this shit. It's crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. So yeah, people, real people are feeling this now. And it's just it's just such a, a bizarre position to take. Like you have to, we have to have open borders. And you're will you're willing to essentially risk going to war like this is even more insane than everything we're doing in ukraine you risk going to war with your own fucking country <laughs> over over them putting up a fence along their border it's i, I can't see a, a rational argument for why the federal government should be able to come in and, and cut down your border fence it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous like if you don't have a border you don't have do you have a country if anybody can just walk in by the by the hundreds of thousands, by the millions, what is this? Is this a country or what? Well, obviously, Johnny, the, the reason that you should have open borders is, is because having a secure border is similar to segregation in the 1960s. Uh, yes. Let's go to our for our uh, retarded leftist take on this issue. And very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very simple. You know, if you're the Republican Party, you're, you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. So I think once again, going into this image of, you know, who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy, I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. Breaking the law. Because because the law now says that the federal you have to allow the federal government to come in and, and destroy your border fence. I think that's what she's hinting at, right? <laughs> like, but like that's literally that's literally creating chaos like in order to have law and order you have to enforce borders right. otherwise you have fucking complete chaos in texas and it's not the it's not that like every if you're the the party of law and order then you like no matter what the law says you enforce it like we're just following order this is like the dumbest thing ever no no if the law is retarded if the law is wrong then you have you have a duty and a moral obligation to not enforce it, to actively not enforce it. And man, I, I can't imagine anybody in Texas being like, yeah, we should we should bend over for the feds and let them come in and, and remove this razor wire. Don't see it. Don't see it happening. It's and what did he say what time the deadline was? It was just like at the end of today? Yeah, I think it was like end of business today or whatever. That's fucking crazy, man. So it's one of those things that, um, like, will anything happen over the weekend? <laughs> no, I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine that uh, anything's happening over the weekend. Yeah, I I'm surprised that they put such a short deadline. Out. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to bow out of this uh, from the, the federal government's perspective, wouldn't you want to like give them like a week or something, and then just like put it out of the news cycle, like try to just cover it up with another fucking story or something and hope uh, nobody pays attention Unless when the deadline passes. They were putting such a short deadline on it, expecting Texas to, expecting that the Supreme Court ruling comes out. They put this short deadline on it and Texas is just like, okay, we give up. We like, we tried, but instead they didn't do that. They doubled down and they're like, all right, we're going to put more fucking razor wire out. We're going to bring in all these like box, uh, like these shipping containers, use them to line it, put razor wire on top of those as well. Like if you're yeah, going to, I mean, this that's what down, I would do. You're going to have would make... your, you're going to have your work cut out for you taking it down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would be like, all right, you, you really want to fucking play this game. Here we go. I'm going to put all kinds of shit in the way. And then there's a bunch of like militias and shit going over there, right? Uh, several states have sent their National Guard to assist the Texas National Guard in securing the border and putting all this stuff up. So, yeah. Yeah. And now now you know why they don't want you to have your guns. Yeah. Because they're going to pull some shit like this.
And that dude, that I mean, they wouldn't have even waited for a Supreme Court ruling. You know, they they're like trying to use all of the the bullshit tools of government that we're taught that you know you're propagandized to buy into. It's like, well, the Supreme Court said, so now I can do it. And it's like, ah, yeah, but I, I have my AR-15. Come and take it. You know? Uh it's it's pretty fucking wild, man. This is this could be the start. This could be a very, very uh pivotal moment for the United States. Well could be the end of it. Joe, Joe Biden has some thoughts on on this as well. Hang, let's get let's get a, a few words from Joe on what's going on at the southern border. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this fire. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> He's. I mean, I don't even know what. Like, what, first of all. Could you be doing anything less serious than, you know, I, I think I sent you something earlier this week. I don't know if I sent it to you or not. We didn't, we didn't talk about it on the show where he just like visited some black family and like ate some like takeout food with them. He like went to their house and just like sat down and ate takeout food. And then he's at some brewery mumbling about God knows what, like what, what, what was that? You, you know, you can't even tell the difference if they were like, you know, some deep fake of like, just trying to make fun of him. You're like, no way he said that. And it's like, yep, no, he did. You don't even have to do deep fakes of Joe Biden. He'll just give you, he'll give you the material and it'll be better than anything you could possibly try to make fun of him for. But it's just like, dude, what are you like? You're literally, you're threatening, um, civil war secession from one of your biggest fucking States. That's already been, you know, flirting with the idea of seceding. The, the entire country and he remember he was going to be the great unifier and he was going to bring the the country back together and a return to normalcy and here we are like this this deadline is like the closest i've ever in my lifetime we've ever come to secession to to something you know sparking that in like a really real way and like, there's going to be a conflict here. I don't, I don't know how it's going to resolve itself, but I don't like the options for it. And and he's at, at some fucking brewery. All right. <laughs> here's here's another clip from him earlier in the week. I'm not sure what he was saying in this one either, but. We'll teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. There you go. Yeah. And dude, what like the people just cheer based on like the cadence? There's, because they there's can't... gotta be there's gotta be somebody holding up a sign that says applaud or laugh or clap or whatever. Like there's like yeah, nobody can possibly understand what the fuck he's saying. And then do you have the one where he's like I was like, is this one real? Because he's like America could be summed up in one word. <laughs> and then he just mumbles something completely uh, incoherent. Uh See if you can find that one. I was oh, like, no. dude, is this one real? Because that one had me questioning because it's just like, it's too perfect. It's absolutely too perfect. America can be summed up in one word. And then he, it, the word is just complete gibberish. But yeah, who are these people that just start cheering? And it, it can't be based on any on understanding anything that he's saying because the words are... Here we go. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, America is a nation that can be <laughs> in a single word. I was going to put him uh, Yeah. There you go. Got that? I, I, I wish they let it run for like another five seconds because he's like, anyway. He's yeah. Just, like, yeah. Like, he anyway? just gives up on it. He gives up on it. Like which time. is like, the, these people do have trouble defining things. They can't define a woman. They can't. <laughs> But yeah, let's define the nation. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he just collapses into himself. It's fucking wild, man. It's fucking wild. And he's running again. He's still in there. Maybe this is what they used to get him out. I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right. What what else we got for this Friday afternoon? I don't know. It was kind of did you have anything? Oh. 
So Trump had Trump had warned that um, national monuments were going to start being taken down. They were going to start taking down stuff the founding fathers, and they were all like, "Oh no, that's crazy! We'd never do anything like that." Yeah, about that. They're taking down a Thomas Jefferson statue. This was in. Uh, And this isn't for for people that aren't watching the video. This isn't like a a crowd of people that are tearing down the statue. This is an organized government operation. New York uh, removing it on orders. Yeah, New York's City Hall. They're taking down Thomas Jefferson. Uh, the best comment I saw was uh, just is just another example of the government separating uh, black children from their father. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. I mean, I guess you have to have a sense of humor about this thing. What are they going to put in its place? That's Some fucking meth head? Probably. Yeah. Okay. What was the uh, What was the dude that got choked out for selling Lucy's in New York? Eric, Eric Gardner? Was that his Eric name? Eric Gardner, yeah. yeah. They'll probably put a statue of him in his place. Yeah. I mean, that that is probably if they have to choose a fucking martyr. Like, he should have been the one that they rallied around. Right. He was just fucking selling cigarettes and they choked him out. Um, but he was all, I mean, dude, people in America are so fucking unhealthy, dude. <laughs> you could, you could literally kill some of these fat fucks by just like pushing them. <laughs> they'll have, a, they'll have like an asthma attack and then they'll just, it's like the most exercise they've seen in years, just like going like two steps backwards or falling down or something like that. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. I bet you those people, they couldn't tell you three things about Thomas Jefferson. Anyway. Uh, so it's it's because all of the, more or less, because all of the uh, founding fathers were slaveholders. And so they're, they're all a bunch of, the country was founded on racism and bigotry. And, and that's yeah. why. And so everything, yeah, everything has to regardless go. of of any good that they did, any good ideas they might have had, it's all just garbage because they did what everybody in the world had been doing up until that point. Not saying it's not horrifically immoral, but it was the way of the world for thousands of years. Um, and it, it's just wild to me that the people. The people that are in favor of removing the, these statues and things like that are the last people on the face of the earth that will break with tradition. You know what I mean? Like break with what uh, the vast majority of people are doing at the time. You know what I mean? They're not going to step away from the crowd, away from the herd and stand on principle or something like that. They're just going to go along with whatever the, the majority says, especially if they call you a name of one of the known, you know, racist, the sexist, bigot, whatever. Um, they're not going to stand on any principles. They would not have been, you know, they weren't going to be abolitionists back in that. It's easy to do it now. Yes. Oh wow, you're you're really uh, standing tall at the corner of uh, stunning and brave when you come out against slavery. It's like, yeah, no shit. I'm also against uh, kicking puppies, <laughs> and I hate cancer. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, uh, speaking of cancer, somewhat related. Did I send you the the thing about the CDC? They were sitting on. They didn't put out some emails about uh, warning of side effects from the vaccine uh, related to like myocarditis and things because they didn't want to cause a panic. Oh, I sent that I to you. That a, I saw that a couple weeks ago, but I don't know if you sent me a, an article. On I don't know if I sent it either. Yeah. I saw that where the, uh, they were basically self-censoring. They were they weren't sending out all of the information because they didn't want it yeah. to, they didn't want it to get out there because it would look bad and it would yeah. make people, I guess it would make people question whether or not they should be getting the, the shots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't think we have it, but uh, for those of you who are interested in this, maybe you could look into it, but a bunch of emails, internal emails, I think I'm pretty sure it was the CDC um, revealed that they discussed releasing 
information like a like you know basically like what they do at the end of every commercial now be like hey you know there are some side effects to these there are some risks it's not a hundred percent safe and effective and they decided not to release that so they they knowingly withheld information from the public that has killed people cost people their lives uh, because they didn't want to cause a panic it was for the greater good i suppose that uh, you or one of your loved ones is now at risk of myocarditis, or maybe you, maybe somebody you know has just died suddenly from one of these from one of these potential side effects, and you didn't know, and they weren't going to tell you um, because you didn't listen to this show. All right, let that be a lesson to you. But <laughs> without the CDC, where you know where would we be without fucking government bureaucracies? Um, withholding important information from us, not allowing us to make an informed decision. I need to get back into it. I spent a lot of time for a couple of years watching and reading a whole lot of stuff coming from the FDA and the CDC, um, like including the remember when they were trying to decide if they were going to give emergency authorization for the boosters and stuff. And, uh, and they did like an initial eight hour hearing where they they heard doctors and professionals and stuff like that talk about what they had seen with the with the initial shots and everything else. And then they went into and that was like the first five hours. And then they went into three hours of questioning and discussion and discussions with a bunch of Pfizer reps and the Israeli um, health department reps because Israel were the ones that were rolling all that stuff out early on and, and we're getting a lot of the early uh, data on how that stuff was working. And so like the last three hours was the most telling part of it. They're asking the Pfizer reps like very pointed, direct questions about the side effects of multiple boosters and stuff like that, about what they're seeing with the data in Israel they're asking the Israeli health department people what they're seeing in terms of the effectiveness of the boosters and stuff. And at the end of all of this, like, I mean, number one, the Pfizer reps, at least from just from watching it and listening to the answers or the way that they couldn't give straight answers, the Pfizer reps seemed like they were completely unprepared to be grilled at all. And then the FDA panel that was overseeing this decided that that they could not give emergency authorization use for the boosters based on the data from Israel and Pfizer's own internal data. And then within a week, like two thirds of the panel resigned or yeah. retired. And then they took it back and they gave it emergency authorization use like holy fucking shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's a lot of shady shit going on. And you did talk about that on the show when it was when it was happening. And yeah, and of course, like, like if you follow you're, you're one of those documents phone... from the FDA, from the CDC for the last three years, like there's a lot of this shit that has just completely flown under the radar because, you know, like we talked about with the with the bills and with the Supreme Court justice rulings and stuff like that, like the average person doesn't take the time. I don't expect the average person to watch eight hours of fucking testimony. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you're the one of the few lunatics that would watch that fucking video. It was like four. It was like four plus hours or something. It, it and was, I was like, I'm not. It was eight. Okay, I was like, I'm not doing this, but I knew you would, so I was like, I'll, I'll just let Justin do this. <laughs> I actually still have the entire eight hour thing saved because I suspected at some point it would get scrubbed from the internet, and I wanted to have all of it just so I'm like, okay, look, like this is what actually happened. Like I've I've got a I've got a uh, flash drive somewhere that I've got the it's actually it's in this drawer right here. I've got a flash drive with the whole eight hours on it because I didn't want to fucking lose that. Like that's yeah, and it it's just it's so fucking wild, man. That the the media is this irresponsible, and that people still have like a, a modicum of faith in them. Like they don't do anything. Like they didn't watch it either. They just you know, report whatever they, whatever they want to report to you. And they come back and look up. Yep. See, it just got the authorization now. 
Yeah, well, they didn't have to get rid of half the people that were there, <laughs> two thirds, in order to fucking get the the vote for it. Well, I was like, remember the uh, all of the the medical professionals who had signed this petition to have Joe Rogan removed from Spotify, and except that if you went and actually read through the entire list, like eighty five percent of them weren't actual practicing physicians; they were either graduate students or podcasters or like like. Yeah, these are your experts. Like we're we're experts based on that on that list of uh, it yeah. was just, it's Probably fucking hard. Yeah, but nobody reads that list either. They just see fifteen hundred no. experts say that Joe Rogan should be removed from Spotify, and and they run with it. Like never mind that twelve hundred of the fifteen hundred are fucking grad students and podcasters, like that that have never actually treated a patient in their life. And of the three hundred who are actual doctors, most of them are exclusively. PhDs, they're not actual practicing physicians. Like when you really boiled the list down, out of 1500 who signed, like 80 of them were actual practicing physicians and the rest were just podcasters, grad students and uh doc like doctoral students and stuff like fucking yeah, stupid. Of course, dude. Of course. I I will say I had a uh an encouraging discussion last. Night. I was at dinner with uh some of my family still down here. Uh, my uncle and, and cousin or whatever, there's a big birthday party for one of their friends. And um, they started talking about the vaccine um, and on our end of the table a little bit. I didn't say anything. Um, I don't think, I mean, I don't think they listen to the podcast. Um, they know I do it, but I don't think they, they realize um, exactly where I stand on all this stuff. But so my cousin got um, diagnosed with diabetes like uh, a year and a half ago or something like that. And she's, uh, her doctor is now thinking that it's related to getting the boot. She got three boosters. And if you look at the, you know, you look at the data, there's the Google will tell you that there's no, there's no evidence for increased risk of diabetes from the vaccine. But there's also no, there's not a lot of diabetes in our, in our family either. Uh, so, and I think it comes from the mother's side. Um, I think it's from the mother's, I think you get diabetes from the mom's side. But um, so I guess there, there's a there's a university that's that's doing a study now, of course. Yeah, a little too little too late. I forget, it was at NYU or something. I forget what, what the name of the, the university that's trying to look into the link. Like, yeah, you can always say there's no evidence if they haven't fucking looked into it yet. <laughs> like I could say, yeah, there's no evidence because, because you just buried your fucking head in the sand. You're not looking for the evidence. So now they're starting to do these studies and like, oh shit, maybe it, maybe it could be causing uh, diabetes too. And then um, one of my uncle's friends who was, I think I might've told this story before, like right before the vaccine was coming out, I was having dinner with him and there was like a, a mariachi band playing at this restaurant and he was like freaking out every time the the band would come on he would like run out of the the restaurant because he didn't want to catch covid from them blowing air through their horns and he would go he would go down and it's like it, it's like you know you're on the roof of this restaurant so like it takes a couple of minutes to go down he'd go down and he would smoke a cigarette while they played <laughs> And then we'd come back up and he'd start eating and then they'd start playing again. And when they walk around like close to the table, he'd hop up, run downstairs and suck down another cancer stick. And he was saying like, he's not getting any more boosters. Uh, my uncle's not getting any more boost. Like they all got the, the shot and they got like one or two, sometimes three boosters. And they're all just like, nope, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. And then uh, one, one of my other uncle's friends was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's all it's all hindsight now. And I was just sitting there with this like shit eating grin on my face. Yeah, it's all hindsight. Who could have who could have possibly seen this coming? It's like the uh, I've actually got a, a graphic for it. Let me give me just a second. I'll get it pulled up. It's the remember how they were like pushing pregnant women to get the, the vaccines. Oh, yeah. Of and course. I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, Stillborns, yeah. Here we go. Get it pulled up. Yeah. Um, study says COVID nineteen vaccines provide protection for pregnant and lactating women and their newborns. OBGYN associates recommend all pregnant people get vaccinated against COVID nineteen. CDC strengthens recommendations for pregnant women against get uh, women to get 
vaccinated against COVID-19. CDC to pregnant women, get vaccinated against COVID-19. And then now U.S. infant mortality rates rise for the first time in more than 20 years. And, and like they were, the mortality rates were up significantly, not like not, not not like just a little bit, like by a lot. Um, yeah, if CNN's actually writing the article, you would think it's it's a significant increase that they can't ignore. But I'm sure it's apropos of nothing. And we don't know why, and we're not going to really look into it. But just so you know, here's something else that's happening. Well, and, and on top of that, other um, other birth problems and um, mothers dying in childbirth also went up over the last year ish. You know, since they've started that big push. Uh, yeah, these things aren't coincidental. It, it's certainly a lot of coincidences going on. If it is. Uh, we've got all these people that are just dropping dead. Nobody knows why. We have other people that are just, they're not dropping dead, but they're collapsing. Like there's a lot more of that going on. Um, infant mortality rate, pregnancy, uh, pregnant women dying during uh, childbirth, whatever, like that's up. Uh, cancer rates are up. Diabetes is up. Um, a lot of younger people are getting myocarditis. <laughs> and I, I mean... Who knows what else is gonna is gonna happen? I mean, well, we're, we're still sort of in the infancy of of the effects of this. I know I've I've talked about it way too much. I feel like I, I talk about it all the time, but like when you go back and you look at Moderna and the issues that Moderna was having pre twenty twenty with getting any of their product, like from they, Moderna was found in two thousand ten. And in 2017, they were on the verge of bankruptcy. They had never been able to get a single treatment that they were trying to put together to human trials. Everything petered out in animal trials because they were having such high mortality rates. And specifically, what they were having problems with was massive organ failure in anything that required more than one shot. Now, they didn't want to put out a vaccine or any kind of a treatment that was just a one and done type of a thing. You don't make money off of that. It's got to be, uh, you know, it's got to be every six, every six, 10, 12 months, you got to be getting another one. Otherwise, they can't make money. Anything that they put out that required more than one dose would result in massive organ failure for the test subject, for the animals that they were testing it on. And a lot of very smart people were saying, if you look at the animal trials that Moderna was doing from 2010 out through 2018, and you, and, and you look at the gestation period on the the ferrets, the cats, the rats, the different stuff that they were doing, the the time from multiple doses to massive organ failure, if you put that in more or less what it would be equal to for humans, it's 18 to 24 months would be about the time frame from multiple dosages to organ failure. So just in the last three months, like yeah, massive organ failure has become a more prevalent thing. Uh, like I've and well, had, so, I've had a, a friend of the show specifically asked me about it, not knowing that I had done like three different, like three separate episodes looking at Moderna's uh, track record on that shit. Like, do you know that if there's any link between the shots and organ failure? I'm like, as a matter of fact, I've I've got three episodes worth of information about that. <laughs> Here you go. Like. Holy shit, you know? Yeah. And so do, when they were doing these trials, was it like, did they continue to give them the multiple shots right up until the organ failure? Or was it like they gave them like six shots and then they stopped and 18 to 24 months later they had the failure? I think they were doing, so I think they were doing them like three and three and four shots at a time was what they were doing. Some of them too. Um, but usually it was because, because they were trying to test and see, um, like they want it to be like a flu shot where you have to come back and get it every right. year. So, so, but they didn't, so they, they didn't stop giving them the shots, right? They, they were still injecting them up to the 18 month thing. Right. Not, like what I'm getting at, I guess, is, is if you stop taking the booster, does the, does the um, See, organ failure, like, are you going to be okay? See, I don't know about that. That's yeah. uh, that, like my mom, uh, my mom got the first booster, so she got the initial two shots and then she got the first booster 
and then she stopped after that. So, you know, I don't know. Like you, you would hope that you would hope that it doesn't, um, or that, you know, if you stop getting boosters, that it's not going to continue to compound and be a bigger problem. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. Like once you get through that window, if if you make it 24 months after you stop taking boosters, are you in the clear? And and yeah, we don't know. And they don't know either, which is either because they discon like every time they hit a wall like that on those trials, they just terminated the trial. So like they didn't keep testing to find out how massive of of a failure is it going to be? Because it was already enough of a failure that they knew they couldn't get it to human trials. So they just knock the fucking thing in the head and move on. So we have no idea. Like this, this whole thing was y'all are the, y'all are the fucking Guinea pigs. Like, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna help us find out what the but of course the yeah <laughs> I mean and unfortunately like you said people are so goddamn stupid that they didn't realize that they were being guinea pigs they just heard safe and effective it's like of course you tell the guinea pigs that you're not oh. gonna be honest with the hey I'm gonna inject you with some experimental we don't really know like yeah it, it fucks some people up in some trials but we don't really know exactly what's gonna happen but no they're not gonna say that. Of well, course, like, they're going to say it's safe and effective. Don't worry about it. The crazy thing is, there was this graphic that came out around the time when people like us were saying, you know, there's no data on this. Like, they don't know what this stuff is going to do. They're like, oh, yeah, they've been testing this since 2004. It's like, okay, did you actually go back and look at any of the at, at any of the testing that they've been doing since 2004? Because, yes, they've been testing all these different vaccines and stuff since 2004. And have been failing miserably <laughs> with every single one of these tests. Like, yeah, okay, they've been testing it for the last 10, 12 years. Did you know that every one of those tests has failed horribly? That they haven't been able to get any of these tests to human trials because they failed so horribly? Like, okay, you like you that's worse, right? Like you do understand how that's worse. <laughs> yeah. The fact that, that yeah. they've been testing it for this long and nothing positive has come out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Yeah, we're just gonna leave that part out. It's a pretty important part of the story. Not yeah, interested. It was, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Fuck, man. I uh, <laughs> I don't know. We got a, we got a few minutes left. I know you got a hard out at at two thirty. I don't know if we have anything anything yeah, else I, on the agenda. Right, here. You tell me about this one because I hadn't seen this. Um, Elizabeth Warren says just three months after Microsoft's merger with Activision, nineteen hundred workers have lost their job. I warned that this deal would hurt workers. These layoffs are a stark reminder that corporate mergers are bad for workers. The FTC yeah. should keep up the fight to unwind this merger. Yeah. The, I mean, this is just, it's so fucking crazy to me that first of all, the role of the federal government getting involved in video game merger. Like what, why are you working on this? And is there a bigger fucking cunt in government than elizabeth warren like everything she just said like come across so cunty to me but okay yeah like so they're merging for a reason like there's there's clearly a a benefit to the company like a lot of these mergers that that the government stops from going through i always like to use the blockbuster and uh this hollywood video merger because like they're they were merging as like a last ditch effort to save the company and the government stops it. And of course, they're, you know, within a year or two of that, they're they're completely bankrupt. They're gone forever. But it's like, yeah, maybe they needed to lay off 1,900 workers. Like they're trimming the fat. I, I, I wish there was uh, some sort of government merger that we could do that would eliminate not 1,900, like 19,000 government employees at, at the first fucking first blush. And then, maybe another 19,000 after that. I mean, what was it like 20 some odd million people work for the federal government now? Right. Yeah, Jesus Christ, like dude, it's, it's completely out of control. And then I have this article here that uh, I haven't had time to really go through it, which is why I didn't send it to you yet. But the headline is um, government worker wage growth hits record high. <laughs> Imagine that. But why, why on earth? Would the federal government be involved in mergers of of company like this isn't even creating like a monopoly or anything like that it's just activision and microsoft right well yeah and blizzard um and and like so i'm reading a a more in-depth article on it 
like other gaming companies are also going through similar layoffs right now. And, yeah. and a lot of this is redundancies between uh, in the merger, like Microsoft and Blizzard do a lot of similar things. Microsoft and Activision do a lot of similar things. And so there are a lot of people involved in this merger that they, there's already people who are doing their jobs. And, and again, like I said, this is also something that's happening industry wide. Uh, this is yeah, about tech, a, we've been talking about tech layoffs for the last like six months, right? At least it's roughly an eight percent reduction, which is about on par with what a lot of other big gaming companies are going through right now. Yeah, and you know what else is really bad for workers is the the federal government spending six trillion dollars a year, running inflation up through the fucking roof. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot more layoffs coming that are not the result of a merger. They're the result of a fucking business going out of business because of what they've done to the economy, to our money. I, I mean, the, the fucking balls on this chick. She's, I don't know. She she just really gets under my skin, uh, pun intended, from Pocahontas there. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, I, I just can't. It's so bizarre to me to see people that would be like in support of this and be like, do you ever just take a step back and, and ask yourself what the role of government should be? Like why at the federal government level are they getting in, like, are they looking into this? Of all the things that they should be looking into, this merger is what she's she's working on now. And like she gives a rip about 1,900 employees getting like – they will fucking blow up 1900 kids and not lose a fucking second of sleep over it. But yeah, this merger FTC needs to continue to stop it. Like get the fuck out of here. Go back to the reservation Pocahontas. I mean, I guess it could be worse. They could be trying to uh, put restrictions on nicotine substitutes or whatever. Uh, Zen. I'm going to err on the side of more freedom and personal choices with those kinds of things. And I made that same argument when I wanted to legalize marijuana. Like, and you know, half more than half a million Americans die every year from smoking and t tobacco, uh, or you know, tens and tens of thousands die from alcohol. And I think there's bigger issues to address than than that product. So I, I don't support it, and I would never in, uh, support snuff or chewing tobacco. But it's available. So there, uh, Chuck Schumer and some others are like going after Zen, which is a like a tobacco substitute. Um, it comes in a little pouch. I, I'm personally am not a big fan of it, um, but if I'm going to do something, I'm, I want the actual tobacco. I don't I don't want some fake bullshit. But they're going after it uh, because it has higher nicotine concentrations, and they say that it comes in different flavors, so it's being targeted towards kids. Uh, ain't Ain't no kid using that shit. And as, <laughs> as an adult who's been dipping for over 20 years, using that stuff, I almost throw up. Like no kid is using Zen. But it's uh like they're they're wanting to go after it similar to the way they were trying to go after like menthol cigarettes and stuff like that. And Fetterman just like straight up, no, we have more important things to deal with than yeah, it's wild. Kind of I never thought Fetterman was gonna start making more and more sense <laughs> as time goes on. He seems to be um recovering a little more from from the stroke or whatever that he had uh it's wild and i did see that um there was some congressman i forget i forget who it was that sold that sold a bunch a big stake in uh was it philip morris or whatever who was like the parent company of zen <laughs> sold like 200 and fucking 250,000 shares or something right Man. before they started invest you know going after him so not only are they taking away your your nicotine products, but they're getting rich while they do it. Imagine that. Awesome. Must be nice. It must be nice. All right. Well, uh, we got to wrap there because I know you got to run. Um, I don't think we're going to do the, the happy hour tonight. I don't think I'm going to be up for it. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll try to do a makeup one. Let's see how I am tomorrow. I'm going, I'm supposed to go fishing tomorrow morning. So I got to get up like super early for that. We'll see. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll put together one for Saturday afternoon or something like that. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, cause yeah, I, I don't, available. 
yeah, I think I think I need to take a take a little breather here. So um, I don't know. You got anything else going on? Uh, tonight I'll be doing the Nixon episode with my buddy Mark Metz. We're going to talk about uh, the truth around Nixon. Right on. Okay. Well, uh, thank you all so very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at our handles there. And we will be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you guys. I think we're going all live in 2024. Hell yeah. All live. And until then, you guys know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.